This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to Goodfellas Minute 76. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you can. Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture of Goodfellas one domestic altercating minute at a time. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. With me are Josh Flanagan. Hello. And Ron Richards. Hello. And uh, I'm sick. 
So you gotta power through. When you do a daily po- when you do a daily podcast, there's no time to be sick. You can't get a sick day. It's like that commercial with the kid and the dad, and you don't get a sick day. No sick day. So this minute begins with Henry smacking Karen off of him after he lulled her into a false sense of security last week with his whispery tones. All and of us. Not just her. I was also startled. <laughs> and then Henry this minute ends with Henry telling Janice to go get him some cigarettes. Which I thought was ironic because that's often the joke about the dad leaving. Mm-hmm. Where she's going to be leaving. Or not a joke. Right. <laughs> and she will be the one leaving. Either way, when you go get cigarettes, that means you're gone. So uh, this, this minute, the first half, very uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that like we left off on Friday with it's very soothing. Shh, Karen, I love you. I only want you. And then this minute starts with him just springing into action. Like a cat. <laughs> like a lion. <laughs> And really, my my question about this is that could this altercation end any other way? Yes, she shoots him in the face. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I actually, I ma- I made the note that, relatively speaking, given who these people are and the lifestyles and what she did. Are you talking about the- Jews and Italians? No, 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 no. I'm talking about <laughs> talking about uh, professional criminals. Oh, okay. Uh, well, she's not. And, she's not. And, and people, right, but she's got. You she's know, they, she's complicit. She's complicit, but also just like they all have a, they all have a temper to them. They all react and are, are you know, angry and they have, have uh, high running emotions. So you're I talking guess. about Italians? Well, yeah, no, I mean the and, Italians and, Jew, and Jews, yeah. Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> what, can, what can we say here? They'll get you in trouble, Josh. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Get Josh, in tr- get Josh in trouble. What are I'll you talking about? That. I'm I'm Irish. I don't even. If I'm upset, you won't even see it. Well, you're a drunk. I'll just I, I, right now. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that Henry's reaction compared to what it could be was relatively subdued. He did this in this minute. Yeah, because really, really? He smacks her off of his body onto the floor because she had a gun that was loaded and cocked in his face. Right, and then he grabs her. He grabs her hair. He grabs her head by her hair and shoves the gun in her face and says, "How does it feel? I got to worry about getting whacked on the street, and I've got to come home to it. How does it feel?" (laughs) I'm not saying it's okay, and I'm not justifying it. But given what a lot of the other guys in this situation might have done, might have beat her up, smacked her around. He didn't. He didn't right. like. Well, he didn't right. beat okay. her up. In that sense, up. it is on a relative sliding scale restrained. It, yes, relative is the key word there. Mm-hmm. I would like to note also that I have the moment that he shoves her off of him on pause in front of me, mm-hmm. and he never actually makes contact. A little movie magic there. Oh, well. He, he actually, if I'm so, going frame by frame, what he does is he waves his hand in front of her and her whole body goes down off the bed. He never actually smacks So her. what you're saying is Ray Liotta never smacked Lorraine Bracco. Yes, correct. 20, Although 25 does, times because they have to do the take 25 times. She does kick him on the head. She does kick him on the head with the her, her heels, though, as she falls off the bed. Oh, that's uh, – yeah, yeah. So the shot here <laughs> uh, is just that sort of standing eye level, completely static shot. It doesn't feel like the rest it's, of the movie. It feels observational. Way. It feels like you're Incredibly. either watching through a camera or you're standing yeah. in the corner of the room. Like you're just watching it and all of a sudden that you shouldn't be. Yeah. Like it feels like I shouldn't be watching this. I, sh- I shouldn't be seeing it. Um, and it's very uh, voyeuristic, basically. And, and I can't think of another shot in that with that that sort of same. It's very cold, I guess. Yeah, because you room. don't you don't need the context. There's no reason no. you need the shot. It's not, but you're right. It makes it it makes it very voyeuristic, which is. And weird. we sit there. There's no music. There's no other sound. There's it doesn't just cut. There's no there's yeah. no close up cuts. It's just yep. it's just very uncomfortable. 
Yeah, it really, it really, really is. Um, I think uh, Karen's reaction after he walks away when she's she sort of cry screams that she's sorry. I, I I I bag on her a little bit, but I think she's she did a really you know she acted really well there. You know what that, else? That is-, is that that is an epic. I'm sorry, by yeah. the way. That that is that is primo Karen screeching. Yep. You know, and, and and like, and actually, we're we're moving, and I've got more comments about the whole altercation. But since this, we brought this up, I, I like how I'm. Th- this is a rare bit of dialogue that is used to transition to another scene, and that her "I'm sorry" they add an echo to the audio, and it is actually the transition to the next scene, and you still hear it even though we are now at Janice's apartment and Karen's nowhere to be seen. You know, I, I thought that I thought that was interesting, and that it was a rare actual use of dialogue in bridging scenes. Isn't it because you were watching it in a cave, though? That there wasn't actually an. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, something else about the shot. I didn't which, hear that. Is my point. Which I'm I had, just I I'm just noticing it now. Is that it feels very much like you're looking at a play, mm-hmm. especially yeah. the yeah, way he does. especially the way he walks off, like he's walking off stage. And the way it's lit, like yeah, it's all it's very harsh, hard, harsh lighting. I thought. Yeah. Like just watching it now, I was like, "Oh, this looks a lot like I'm watching it from a seat in a, in a theater." Um, so, yeah, which, which is interesting. But um, yeah, my my other note about this is that uh, is I I for some reason I've I mean it's it's weird because you watch this enough time. I mean, like this this is it's this is a rough scene to watch all end to end. You know what I mean? Because you see Karen, you know, just terribly upset about her philandering husband, and then the 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 smack, and then knocking her off the bed. I feel like is the slap back into reality. And the lines that Henry actually says, which I said earlier, which is where he's making the point. He's like, I got to worry about this on the street and now I got to come home to it. You know, like that, that, that always kind of resonated with me as I've watched it over the years. And that, like that, that's his reaction. It's not his reaction as why you're mad at me. What did I do wrong? Who, you know, I understand that you're upset because I have a girlfriend. It's like, no, I got to worry about getting killed every day. And now I got to worry about this at home. This is my place. This is my one place. I Well, his sanctuary has been shattered in that sense. Exactly. And then he chooses to uh, punctuate this by punching the nightstand. The nightstand didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. (laughs) I know. Really innocent in this scenario. No, but it was, it's a very loud, like, and he's looking at, like, it's a reminder, like, I could be doing this to you, but I'm not, you know? Well, that's that's Uh, the standard, you know, like punch the wall next to the head kind of thing. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it weird or sad? Maybe it's because I'm sick. Is that it took me a good five minutes of looking at this uh, opening shot to realize that was another head head bust on top of that nightstand, and it wasn't an animated character. Yes. Like from the pro- from the profile, I was like, "What is that? It looks like the the bow and the hair looks like eyes, kind of like a Bart Simpson with his head tilted back." And I was like, "That's weird. Why is that up there?" And then I realized because <laughs> I, I've, I've had I've had a lot of drugs in me today. And they do have very gaudy uh, 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 decorations in this yes. in this bedroom. Yeah. So, right. so also also both lamps are on in the nightstands, and yet it looks like it's daylight outside. So I, still, I just I just want to know what day and time this is. They're this not is like con- 11. They're, they're not concerned about conservation. Yeah. <laughs> so before we move on to the next part of the scene, let, let's wrap up this this whole scenario. Do we think she would have shot him if he said the wrong word, thing to her? Do you think no. she actually would have pulled the trigger? No, she said in the voiceover in the last minute that I, I could never hurt him. I was so attracted to him. Yeah, but if he had said if he had said something really douchey to her, you know, he, like, he would like, though. He would Janice, never do that. Janice never does this to me. Right. <laughs> um, Boy, it was a lot okay, more fun than so Janice was sitting on top of me last night. Yeah, <laughs> she was doing something different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she would have shot him in the face, I think. Yeah. So here, here's the thing: when you look at this shot, just from a it's pretty fetishy. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. really there's like the skirt and the, the skirt uh, high up in the tights. The, the, yeah, with the, the pantyhose. Yeah. There's, there's, like there's a run in the tights and there's yeah. and there's like violence, but it's not really you know it's not bloody. It's not like I'm just like this feels like somebody's like fantasy scenario who has you know lots weird of taste. problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, some people people get off on stuff or whatever, but like it, sure. it looks like it's set up that way to have a lot of those elements. Let's keep in mind that this is the same man who's ob- who made the observation of side nip. In an earlier bedroom <laughs> scene, so I'm maybe just saying. Maybe we should use this show as an opportunity to explore your <laughs> fetishes, Josh. Yeah, maybe not, we can. Maybe we can move the spotlight off me for once and move on to Josh. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm not saying this does anything for me, but uh, you know, but it does. I, rec- but it does. I recognize cues. No, no, no. Side uh, nip. I remember just because when I saw when I was like 15, I was like, it's almost a nipple, which it's, back then was currency. Which right, is so it's, sad. It's, it's the I have a pause, and she's got both knees bent, and one is against the bed. And yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, I see it. I no, see and, it. And I don't, I don't want to think. You know that that's a choice. I, as, I'm, you know, I'm wondering if we can take a break for a couple minutes. Oh God, Ron. No, well, <laughs> so I thought you were gonna come after me, but then you gave me that. So <laughs> you wanted the spotlight off of you, and you just pulled it right back onto you. Yeah, like I know. A, like sorry, a no, diva just... on stage, you, you, you elbowed Josh out of the spotlight. But I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. As as whether you potentially find this, you know, arousing or not, uh, there is nothing arousing about that uh, duvet on this bed. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition, Ron. Right. I mean, let's 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 be honest. Let's look at it. Right. You know, you got you've got the 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 dark royal blue frill, which is like at least looks like a foot or two long, and then you've got this bizarre circular pattern. It's just it's not a good look. It's not a good look. So can't have it. Can't have it. I can't have it. All right. So now we we jump the <laughs> too early for that. <laughs> I've been holding on to it for months. And yep, I know. Tomorrow, it's coming. Tomorrow, it's tomorrow coming. Josh. Tomorrow. Coming. I know. Yep. Sorry. So uh, we jump via Karen's echoey, echoey cry to uh, Henry's love nest where Polly and Jimmy show up to have some words yep. with Henry. And uh, my note on this was poor Janice thinks she's in. in. You know, she, yes. the way she greets Polly and Jimmy, it's like she's part of the crew. She's part of the team. She's yeah. part of the family. And she is out. Yep. I just felt bad and, for her. And it might have something to do with her little uh, – uh, Geisha girl pajamas that she's wearing. <laughs> but, it's, an, it's a Sunday morning. They're relaxing. They're having. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm, I don't want to waste anything that I have for tomorrow. Yeah, no, don't. Um, well, no, my, my, I actually have a pretty big. And there's not much to do with this. I mean, it's just about 15 seconds of them arriving, and then Henry sending Janice out to go get cigarettes. Right. But what the 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 thing that got me from from the moment, which I don't know if you guys caught this or not, think back to the previous hour and five minutes of this movie. Have we seen Paulie in a full suit yet? We must have. We have not. not the uh, meeting with Sonny nope. Buns. Nope. No. Was he in a suit at the courthouse? Courthouse. Nope. No, not in the courthouse when, when Jimmy got nope. first got, when Henry got arrested. Nope. He was in a he was in a black shirt with a collar. He. Right. This is the fir- this is the first scene as Paulie as mob boss as mob boss suited gangster. Like this is the fir- like this is the first time we see Paulie in a suit. And I and it's I, a, and I, <laughs> it's a sit down slash intervention. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. Like well, he, you got to dress he, up for that. I mean, cl- right, courtes- yeah. courtesy. And etiquette says you dress to the nines now, for an what intervention. I think, what I think is interesting is that then that's juxt- juxtaposed with the fact that – and I think it also has to do with the time of year and everything like that. But Jimmy is wearing a suit and blazer but no tie, open collar. Like he's the friend. You know right. what I mean? Like, so what you got is that you've got here's my buddy bringing my father figure or to Paul, talk to Paul me. Or Paulie's here as the boss. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think it's interesting to see how wardrobe, and then you've got Henry, who is you know, yes, he's he's at quote unquote home, but he's in you know open shirt, you know, like open shirt, you know, a shirt, you know, undershirt exposed, you know, like very casual. You've got three levels of dress here that represent, you know, Henry's in a state, he's in a, he's in a problem situation. Jimmy is a little more casual because he's a friendly face, but Paulie is the, the face of authority. Right. In, in like, the full suit. You like that? You like that Henry outfit? I, I do. It's, good, it's a good shirt. Even good. those, even those bell bottoms look good. Like yeah. I, I, my note was basically, these are all excellent outfits, even yeah. Henry's bell bottoms. Like, like, the nice blue shark skin suit. That's nice. Yeah, that's good. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I don't want to. I don't want to give away anything later in the week. But uh, what Jimmy's doing here, boy, it's a it's a far reach from where he's about to go. What do you mean? We'll get he's to that, Ben. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's uh, a nice suit. I'm saying. Oh, I'm you mean saying, clothes? You mean clothes? Saying, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah, nice. oh, no, I agree with Jimmy, you. Jimmy. Also, this shot, Jimmy's getting older in this one. Yep. That's the first time we've seen some of the gray. Fun, fun fact for this minute is that uh, as Henry sends Janice out to get cigarettes in 1970, which I believe we're still in 1970 at this point, because the thing that hasn't happened hasn't happened yet. Yep. Uh, the cost of uh, the average cost of a pack of cigarettes was 31 cents. My word! Wow. So think about all that money they were making off of the illegal cigarettes, and they were that was in the 50s. They must have been bringing it in by just in nickels in the 60s. That's yeah. fascinating. Because like, I, yeah, because it's it's funny. Well, yeah, no, it's funny because I think about because like back when I was like 11 or 12, my dad used to send me to go get cigarettes for him, and they were like uh, barely a buck 25 back then. Right. When I was 18, I had a girlfriend I had to buy them for, and they were, <laughs> they were two dollars a pack. That's those are two interesting scenarios yeah. we just presented. Yep, uh, <laughs> a young eleven-year-old Ron buying cigarettes and a regular coffee for his dad, and Josh being dispatched to buy cigarettes for his girlfriend. Not really dispatched; she just wasn't old enough. Oh, oh wow! Whoa, wait a minute! Wow. <laughs> this has been a, f- a very revealing episode, Josh. Let's discuss this. What is the, what is Let's the explore this on yeah. that? <laughs> um, Ron, did you have sideburns yes. when you were eleven? Uh, no, I did not. Those the sideburns did not come in until 1992, 91. So that was 14, 15. Yeah, that's so. amazing because my sideburns didn't come in until 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I did have I did have the mullet going. So there you go. Fuck count for this minute is five. A lot of angry fucks from Henry. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I gotta come home to this. Yeah. So uh, for this. <laughs> any uh, any more uh, any more notes in this minute? No, that's all I got. That's it. All right. That's it for Minute 76. You can tune in tomorrow for Minute 77. Until then, check out us on Twitter at GoodfellasMin and on Instagram Facebook at GoodfellasMinute. And you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com. You can go back and listen to the entire the entire run of madness so far up till now. Support you sound sh- amazing. Thank you. <laughs> support the show by going to Patreon.com slash GFM or you can go to GoodfellasMinute.com slash support where you can shop via Amazon. And if you support us via Patreon at a certain level, get your own mob nickname. Uh, if there was a mob, you'd get such a nickname, and that uh, the very next person to get one will happen on Friday's show. So stay tuned for that. Questions or comments, email us at contactthegoodfellasminute.com. You don't have to be a member of Ron's family to do so. And uh, until uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, goodbye. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.